Welcome to the Two Dudes Reviews podcast. Today, talking to the one and only Dorothy on her new album called 28 Days in the Valley. It's Two Dudes Reviews. Cool, I, thanks, I, Shane. I like this shirt. In fact, the, the next Two Dudes shirt we're going to do is going to look just like that. But it's going to yeah. stay instead of hashtag Let's Be Emo, it's going to say hashtag Two Dudes Reviews. Right. Yeah, but my, uh, use my that. two best friends work at Pandora, and they have a, a whole Instagram where they meet up every time they bring in artists such as Dorothy. They'll do emo, like old school emo poses, you know, just like the. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's cool. The hair. Right. Yeah, the hair swooping everything. I'm getting out of here. I don't, th- I don't think Good. I could do the hair thing. I, I have a five head. I don't know. Hey, by the way, it's uh, Andy and Jay from Two Dudes Reviews, and this is Dorothy. Dorothy. Looking as, uh, as, as hot as ever. Um, oh. By the way, congratulations on Flawless. You're looking flawless today. I'm having kind of a fat day. For whatever reason, they say the camera adds 20 pounds. I've got yoga practice here. No, it's not the camera. <laughs> it's Shut the up, booze Andy. and the food and the two dudes lifestyle. Tacos? Anyone? Let's go for tacos. Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. It is. <laughs> I'm down for that. Hey, uh, so Dorothy, 2014 Rolling Stone magazine uh, told me that uh, you were the one artist that I needed to know about. Here we are four years later, and I bet you still don't know my middle name. I don't know your name. What is it? Damn it. Uh, Steven, my biological name is Francisco Javier Oliveira. But you stop it. We're the ones doing the interview here. Oh, I don't have a middle name, so consider uh. yourself. <laughs> so, uh, but Dorothy Martin is your last name, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, 2014, back when Rolling Stone was going all goo goo gaga, there were uh, uh, other members in the band. And then, you you know, if, you, if you're doing a little bit of research on Wikipedia, which sometimes that can be good and sometimes it can be bs right but uh new new members in the band what has that done to kind of change the sound of what you're doing uh today circa 2018 oh well a lot you know everybody plays differently and um but the the members were sort of a result of where we wanted to take the sound to begin with so because I started working with Linda Perry on this record, she was kind of like, you know what? I think I have the perfect guys for this. And it just so happens that, you know, Elliot Orango's playing bass, and we've stayed in touch over the years, and he's a really good friend of mine, and he was my original bass player in the very, very beginning stages of this project. So really happy to have him back. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's an evolution just like anything. I started this band I want to say like four years ago without um, like without a super clear vision other than I really wanted to play rock and roll and I really wanted to sing and be a songwriter and be really hands-on. So it kind of grew from there. And sometimes you can't really predict the path you're going to take in life. It kind of just sweeps you along. And if you had asked me four years ago, do you, you know, that if you had told me you're going to be working with Linda Perry on this record, like, I would say, Whatever you're, whatever you're smoking can be some of that. <laughs> so it just it went in a direction I really love. I love everything I've done, and I love the sound that we have now. And we decided to get to my roots. Uh, I'm a California girl. I, I was born in Eastern Europe, but I grew up in near Carlsbad and Encinitas and Oceanside. And I was at the beach all the time. I was always like rifling through the the used CDs and the used vinyls at the beach record stores, you know, down there and eating tacos at the taco stands. And this out of pizza port. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, my first boyfriend worked at pizza port. Oh, no way. Love pizza port. (laughs) You know, he was like some surfer guy and he worked at pizza port. So 
So yeah, you know, this sound, the members were a result of what the vision, we kind of just brainstormed this vision and we're like, we're in California, but it's technically the desert and people go out to Coachella and drop acid and do all these drugs and, you know, the psychedelic scene is really cool and like, I love Led Zeppelin and I love, you know, I just love so many different forms of rock and just music in general. So we're like, it doesn't matter what type of rock we're playing. Let's take a risk on this album and kind of soften it up a bit, show another side of me, get down, let me get really personal with my songwriting, tell some stories. And, you know, it just, this is what happened. That's we got great. 28 Days in the Valley. It's sexier. It's like, it's not sexier. It's sexy in a different way. And it's softer and more feminine in a different way. You know, before it was like, Rock is Dead was very aggressive. And that's cool, too. I was going to uh, say, like, After Midnight was ACDC meets Black Sabbath. And, I, you know, I've, yeah. I've heard you mention digging Black Sabbath and Metallica and other interviews and stuff. And then this is, to me, kind of Janis Joplin meets... Queens of the Stone Age with a little Cheryl Crow thrown in there for good measure. So the yeah. shift was kind of, it, it was a conscious decision there, which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. Um, I grew up on a lot of folk music, Bob Dylan and, um, you know, uh, the Carpenters and uh, Peter, Paul and Mary, Simon and Garfunkel and just have tons of these records from my dad, John Baez. So I feel like subconsciously some of those influences kind of crept out in my vocals. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, every album can be a risk and you can evolve as an artist and that's totally what music's about. You know, I was listening, I was listening the other day and I heard a little Joan Osborne in there. Is she an influence at all? No, not really. No. <laughs> uh, it's just, I'm, I'm watching a video. I was watching a video on YouTube because, again, it's funny. We don't we didn't get an advanced copy of this, so I'm like, okay, where can I go listen to Dorothy and really kind of kind of get it right? And I got the new album on Amazon. I heard I, I it's on my playlist on Amazon now, and and then I always like to look at live performances on YouTube to see kind of what you're about when you're performing because you were here a couple of weeks ago and I we missed it. Well, no, I told you about the gig, yeah, and, and you're whatever. like, D Dorothy, who's, Do Shut who's up, Dorothy? Dude. And I'm like, no dude, way. it's going to be an amazing show, but it was a Wednesday. I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I do a morning show. We're, yeah, we, we're, we have jobs, man. You know, it's not like I'm 22 anymore, and I can go out and rage until 2 a.m. and be at the office at 4 and still be conscious. Uh, you so, could if you drank Warrior Roaster's coffee. Shut up. <laughs> Him and his, his uh, blatant... Uh, <laughs> schlepping of his coffee. By the way, warriorroasters.com if you're into uh, coffee. Yeah. You want to send me some? Because I'm an avid coffee drinker. Uh, send, send me an email. In fact, yes, we do have an idea for you. It, that's a yes. di totally different business Total, Totally different thing. <laughs> but yes, go to the website and send me an email. So listen, I, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not trying to objectify you. Your, your lips today are, are not the typical bright fucking red that I've seen before. Uh, That's your thing. I was going to ask, do you have your own line of red lipstick? I don't. I did a collaboration with Obsessive Compulsive Cosmetics, which was a vegan, cruelty-free um, makeup line out of New York. Back, you know, it's like a little collaboration we did during the Rock is Dead era. Um, I do not, I, I don't really have an interest in creating a makeup line um, or anything like that, you know, I, I commend the girls out there that are doing it and probably raking in millions of dollars doing it. It's just not a passion of mine, and 
I'm going to do what, you know, I'm going to stay true to myself and what I want to do. And right now, that's, you know, in the entertainment industry, that's, you know, right. Do you have a signature color? No, I've kind of gone a little more natural. Uh, I'm actually like a very low maintenance person to, to begin with. So like if I have to... So we're on tour, and I, and I do my makeup for stage, and right after it comes right off, and I go to bed, <laughs> I go to sleep in my bunk, I take my makeup off, I like, you know, get in my pajamas, and chill out and watch Rick and Morty with the band. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Nice. I, I like that. You know, it, again, not to objectify you, but you do have spectacular lips. Um, what if, 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 you know, feel free to object, objectify us. What, what's the best look on a, on a man? Uh, t-shirt and jeans, or do you like the sport coat and uh, button-down shirt look, or the golf shirt look? Uh, the best look on a man yeah. is someone who is centered and spiritual and kind, and uh, knows where they're at in life, and has and is of service to the world, and has something to offer, and isn't you know isn't a shallow piece of garbage. So you would, you would dig hanging out so, of the, out of the nude beach with all the uh, the Tahoe hippies <laughs> with all of us. I was going to say you you live in L.A. That's I don't I don't think it gets. Uh, I'm sure there are wonderful people, but you know the there perception are, of L.A. is you, definitely that hard, shallow. You got to look for them. You got to. There's a lot of L.A. is its own planet. It's kind of like everyone's here for themselves and racing around, and people are can be very rude here. Um, you know, in the communities that I'm in, I have found, I used to be part of all of that, and, you know, it's really, it's sad, and it's depressing, and it's just, it's a hard city to kind of, because it's not really a city, everything's spread out, and it's a bunch of small cities, so in the music, in the music community, I have found the people I hang out with are really good people, um, really, really just good stand-up people, and, you know, some of the other friends I have, it took a, a long 10 years to find them. Now, e- even though you say all of the, the spiritual stuff, and I'm getting ready to go out and do my power of vinyasa, uh, I'm, I'm got, got my fingers crossed that I'm, that I'm correct here, even though you're all hip and stuff. Uh, I bet that you would go for, like, chicken fried steak and eggs with a pancake over granola and melon balls like this jackass likes to eat. Am I Excuse right? Me? Granola and melon balls? No. Chicken fried you steak. That, that, sir. What's that? You would lose that bet. That sounds disgusting. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Well, then, I guess my next question about if we're hanging out at, at, at the bar, what kind of uh, – uh, are we shooting the whiskey? Are we shooting tequila? Or are we sticking to water? I'm probably throwing out of that line, too. I know. I, something tells me you like to have a whiskey on occasion. If you were talking to Rock and Dead Dorothy, yes, but I actually don't drink anymore. Oh. I, uh, wow. I had, to, I had to break up with whiskey. I had to break up with it. Uh so, and I feel much more clear-headed, and I just, I'm more productive, I'm more patient. It's a, you know, my drinking days are hopefully over, uh, but please, don't, don't hold back on my account. I love to live vicariously. In fact, I will go out of my way to get my band members drunk on purpose. You know, you guys did great tonight. Let me buy you a drink. Like, I'll go out of my way to just, like, because they can handle it. I cannot handle it, but I'm fine with having the soda water. So so you're the designated driver? That's no. Good. No? Oh, wait. <laughs> the bus driver is. Uh. <laughs> okay, so the this, the chicken fried steak and eggs thing is, is, is gross. You'd that stick totally with kills the question <laughs> I had. I would prefer a kale smoothie. That is so 
LA of me. I would, but you know what? I just learned to take care of my body. It's like I want to be touring for the next ten years, and I'm not 21. Um, I'm not 16. I'm a grown-up woman, so I I take care of myself now, and I, uh, I drink a lot of water, kale smoothie, and I'll have like a nice Stumptown latte or uh, what's the coffee company? There you Warrior go, Roasters. Warrior Roasters. There you go. So, your roasters latte. Next time you're in Reno, and and we are going to get you back here soon. We're going to have a little shindig, a barbecue over here at Andy's place. We're going to get around uh, campfire and sing kumbaya or something crazy like that. We'll we'll have, we'll have some listeners over or whatever. Um, what are we throwing on the grill for you? Vegetables. Vegetable. Okay. Veggies. Veggie stuff. Ah, Perfect. great portobello mushroom. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? Portobello on the grill. Yeah, I was actually taking kickboxing and martial arts training from this teacher. Um, when I was staying here in Los Angeles before we left for tour and I told him I don't like to eat meat What do I do? Like eat mushrooms like eat a bunch of mushrooms. It's good for you. Yep True. Well, c- congratulations again on the song flawless um, It kind of a uh, little bit reminds me of uh, the band dead Sarah. Are you familiar with them? Do you remember when that? Okay. Love dead Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm glad you know those chicks the uh, the chorus infectious poised to be a, a big hit for you What does the spring and summer look like? As far as touring around this single, because uh, and and it's it's bizarre to have a song at your level because I know you've been doing this for a little while that um, that is doing kind of on an independent basis as well as the song is doing. You guys are top thirty now, yeah. I am always the last to know. I heard we might be uh, breaking top twenty next yeah. week. It's doing very very well. I dig. And, it. and you know that's all thanks to to guys like you, and we really appreciate it. I mean it. Uh, touring wise, we have we're playing a Royal Seco weekend. Um, that's out in Pasadena, and then we are doing a radio tour, so it'll be acoustic. And I think we are starting up and down the West Coast, so probably San Diego to Seattle. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to come through Reno. Cool. Make sure you and, come to Reno. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check check on that. And then um, we have some offers. We, Europe wants to bring us over. We have some bands that would love for us to, you know, go on tour with them. I, I don't want to say who yet because obviously, you know, we haven't signed off on anything. But you we're did just tour excited. with Hailstorm way back when. Uh, and I know Hailstorm, they're getting ready to come out with a new record. So that would make a hell of a lot of sense. Now, did Lizzie make any uh, pants for you? Did she make pants? Yeah. She makes pants? Oh, dude, why did I forget to bring my pants that Lizzie made for me? I got a pair of How did you not tell me you make pants? Uh, well, you're going to have to ask her next time. She got really, she gets really bored on the tour bus and makes all the clothing for the band. Ask her about it next time. Oh, my gosh. She is so creative. She, uh, she makes her own deodorant. She makes like her own soap, and it smells so good. I don't know. She's, she's just like one of those really creative. She can make anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get some pants. <laughs> I'll have Lizzie's to, gonna be Jave. What'd you do to me? Yeah. I'll. Uh, we'll, I'm, we'll become friends on Facebook. I'll send you a picture of the pants, and you can spec it out if you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If uh, you could tour with anyone, who would you tour with? Hmm. Florence and the Machine. Oh, very nice. cool. Yeah, I think you would. Uh, I think you'd win in a knife fight against Florence and the Machine. You're kind of a badass. I don't know. She's she's just like this fire woman. She's just she's like this fire goddess. 
<laughs> that red hair, and she's just like tall, and you know, I don't, I wouldn't even want to fight Florence in a fight fight. I'd be like, let's write an album instead and call it a day. Right, one one last question for you, Dorothy, and then I'll let you go because I know you, you got other stuff going on. Uh, flawless. What is your biggest flaw? Hmm. Andy, how about you first? <laughs> My love of red meat. Oh, <laughs> I would. My not inability to say no to a glass of whiskey. Oh, there's all kinds of flaws. Yeah, you know, I I tend to be. I tend to get really wrapped up in myself and really impatient, um, and then and that can in turn make me a little selfish. So I try to be aware of that and stay grounded and realize that you know it's not all about me and other people. You know, I try to be helpful to other people, and it kind of tends to counteract that behavior. Dorothy, I love, I love you and I love your talent. Not to be creeping on you, but I uh, can't wait to see you here in Reno sometime or sometime out on the road. Congratulations Please. on everything, and thanks for taking the time out to talk to Thank us two idiots. Thank you. Go get 28 Days in the Valley. It's out now. Fantastic. Thanks, Dorothy. So now what do I do? Hang up?